Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. My name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. It's time for 10 with Tim. For those of you who've been praying for me and my family, for my mother, she is still just hanging on. It is the most unbelievable thing. Uh, she hasn't had a thing to eat or drink now for well over two weeks. Um, so pray for us. God bless her. Pray for her. Uh, it's good to be in Isaiah chapter 40 today. Uh, as I've been telling you, I've been waiting this whole time to get to Isaiah chapter 40. Um, the book of Isaiah changes right here. Uh, so much so that uh, a lot of commentaries will just, you know, divide between Isaiah 1 to 39 and then 40 and following. Sometimes it's called the book of judgment. The first 39 chapters, the book of judgment, and then from 40 on, the book of comfort. So uh, if you struggled in reading uh, the last few weeks uh, through Isaiah 1 through 39, you're about to love what comes next. I love what comes next. I love Isaiah chapter 40. To be really honest with you, uh, when I was recovering from cancer after my surgery, I sat on my front porch in the swing day after day, um, and I spent literally 40 days in Isaiah chapter 40. I, I, I read a verse a day or sometimes the whole chapter a day, uh, just staying in Isaiah chapter 40. It was medicine. It, it was like an IV. <laughs> Uh, drip, drip, drip of hope and healing and uh, grace for me. And so I still come back to this chapter all the time, uh, just thanking God for the words of it. And if, if this is new to you, or if you've never slowed down and really let Isaiah chapter 40 drip, 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 you know, hope and grace and love into your veins, then let it start today. Read this chapter. Uh, we're just doing the first 24 verses today. Even that seems like a lot to me. Again, this is the guy who's been making you read two and three chapters a day. But I just think Isaiah chapter 40, like I say, I just want it to drip slowly into my soul because it is just so beautiful. After 39 chapters of doom and judgment and destruction, you know, judgment against the nations, we get this just, this beautiful word. And Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1, it's comfort. You know, comfort my people, comfort. Um, what is comfort? Comfort means to lessen the sadness or lessen the pain, to, to lessen the suffering. And so now, after all of the suffering of the first 39 chapters, the word is comfort. Now, let's just say right from the beginning, this is a commandment to the prophet, comfort my people, but it's impossible. Um I appreciate so much everything that everybody's doing right now to bring comfort to my family. But if you've ever been in the situation of trying to lessen the suffering or the sadness of anybody else, you know it's an impossible thing. We do the best we can, and honestly, sometimes uh, every little bit helps. But in the book of 2 Corinthians, was it 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3? reminds us that God is the God of all comfort. In other words, all comfort comes from him. God is the only source of comfort. And for that reason, uh, human comfort is always, you know, just somehow in, inadequate. Um, as a pastor, I spend a lot of my time, you know, trying to comfort people. And I know my words are inadequate. I know that I can go and be present and sit with somebody in their sorrow. And, and I know that that helps. But I also know that the best I can be is just you know, someone that God can use to bring his own comfort. The comfort comes from God. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. I love that. My people, your God. It's the language of belonging. 
and in moments of pain and suffering and sorrow for me, it is good for me to be reminded, you know, that, 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 that the suffering, the sorrow, the sadness, you know, uh, the, the sadness that uh, is with me for this present moment doesn't change anything at all about the way God loves me for eternity. You know what I mean? I belong to him. And God always takes care of, 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 of those that belong to him. Comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to her. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Speak tenderly. Um, to speak tenderly means to, uh, to, 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 come with, to come to somebody with an awareness of their wounds. You know, to, to speak to them with an awareness of their weakness. You know? And I love that so much. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her that her sad days are gone. You know, like I say, 39 chapters of, of going from bad to worse. And now chapter 40, tell her the sad days are over. Tell her that the fight is over. You know, tell her that her sins are pardoned. I just love that so much, you know, because in the middle of your sorrow, in the middle of your sadness, you just feel like it's going to it's going to continue like this forever. This is never going to end, you know? And, and just this beautiful word of comfort, you know, just tell her that the fight is over. I, I love that so much. Tell her that her sins are pardoned. That's a gospel, you all. That's a gospel verse right there. Tell her that her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has, okay, look at the end of verse two, because I'm going to disagree with the translation here, but I can do that. You can too. Uh, verse 2, yes, the Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. Punished her twice over for all of her sins? What's that supposed to mean? God isn't going to give you double punishment for your sins. That's not God. God is a God of justice. God is a God of ultimate fairness. He's not going to give you twice what you deserve, you know, when it comes to punishment. In the Hebrew verse there, the word punishment doesn't even occur. You know, it's not even there. So when I say I can disagree, I can disagree. That is a terrible translation. The word punishment doesn't even occur. It just simply says something like, um, she has taken double. She's taken double. For, for, for all of her sins, she's taken double. Um, the word just says her sins are pardoned. She's taken double for all of her sins. So in my reading there, that's not saying twice the punishment. It's it's twice the pardon. In other words, God doesn't give you double punishment. That's terrible. God gives you double grace. God pardons you twice over. He forgives you twice over. You understand what I'm saying? Understand what a terrible travesty of translation that is? You know, the word punishment doesn't occur. He forgives you twice over. The grace is twice over. Because understand, sin has a way of cycling, spiraling, you know? Sin leads to more sin. The, the guilt of sin, guilt leads to more guilt. And shame leads to more shame. There's a cycle with shame, you know? And the only thing that breaks that cycle is forgiveness. The only thing that breaks the cycle of sin is forgiveness. And that's why, you know, God gives us double the forgiveness, double the grace. He gives twice the grace for all of our sins. I mean, you know, I just... I love that so much. Be really careful with translations, y'all, because sometimes they, they, they get off track and that one gets off track. Listen, it's a voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. You know, after 39 chapters of, oh my goodness, you know, he's going to destroy you. Now, oh, make a highway 
uh, he is going to come to you. A highway means, man, it's going to be straight. It's going to be the fastest way to get to you, but he's come to save you. He's come to rescue you. He's coming to bless you, you know. But it's your job to make the highway. Notice that, you know. It's your job to clear the way, you know. It's not that you got to get out and get a paving crew together. The idea is... God wants to come to you, but you've got obstructions in the way. He wants to come into your life in the richest, most wonderful way possible, but you have too many things in the way. Your fear, you know, your guilt, your pride, your anger at him, you know. You've got to clear all of those things out of the way because he's coming to you. Don't you just love this? Like I say, it's just like an IV drip, drip, drip. It's the medicine that your soul needs. Oh, 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 oh my um, verse six, a voice says, shout. I said, what should I shout? Shout that people are like grass, their beauty fades as quickly as the flowers in a field. The grass withers, the flowers fade beneath the breath of the Lord. And that's how it is with people. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. It's just that comparison of God and his uh, his eternal nature, God who never changes, God who never slumbers or never sleeps, you know, compared to us. We are so temporary. Everything about us, everything about this old world, none of it lasts, none of it lasts, none of it whatsoever. Oh my goodness, who else has held the oceans in his hand? Who's measured off the heavens with his fingers? The Hebrew there is just a picture of like the span of his fingers. It's like the, the distance between like, you know, my, my thumb and my forefinger, it's that distance right there, you know? And it's just like, you know, God measures off the multiverse, you know, like, you know, that the universe, which is the span of his fingers. You know, it's just the greatness, the bigness of our God. Uh, verse 21, have you not heard? You know, it's like, uh, I remember one day there were a couple of our, our teenagers sitting on the front porch of the church and we were looking up the moon. It was a beautiful moon that night. I think there was supposed to be a comet passing by. So we were all looking at the sky and we saw the moon. So it's a beautiful moon. And one of our teenagers said, you know, I wonder if we'll ever be able to send people to the moon. <laughs> and other guys looked at him and I thought, you know, okay, that guy, surely he's, it's going to dawn on him that, you know, yeah, there was a whole... You know, we got like NASA and Apollo, you know, space missions. Like we've been to the moon multiple times, but, and he's going to remember that in a minute. But like what, all of a sudden, one of the guys who ever said, you know, what are you dumb? You know, how can you not know that? I mean, they just dog him. How can you not know that we've been to the moon? You know, and, and this is a little bit of what Isaiah's saying here. Haven't you heard? Don't you understand? It's like, how can you not know this? Have you never been told? Uh, I mean, maybe there's some people who never been told, but, but it's more like, you know, you just never listened. You've been told, but you never listened. Or, or you just pretend like you never heard. But how can you not know that God sits above the circle of the earth? The people below seem like grasshoppers to him. Listen, that's good news. It's good news to, to just be reminded of your grasshopperiness. You know, that's not a word. Your grasshopperiness compared to God's greatness, you know. Because the smaller that you realize you are, the greater he becomes. And that means... The, the greater the God that you put your faith in. He judges the great people of the world, brings them all to nothing, kings, princes. They barely get started taking Rudy blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like chaff. Oh my goodness. We got to stop there, y'all. I'm over time. I could go on forever and ever. I love this chapter so much. I love it today. Um, and uh, I love it for you today. Listen, set some time aside today. I will. And uh, spend some slow time in these verses. Take them a verse at a time. Like I say, like an IV. Let it just drip, drip, drip. 
into the veins of your soul and let the Lord restore and comfort you. Uh, you don't have to keep fighting. You know, the days of sadness are over. I love that so much. So pick up here tomorrow with chapter chapter 40, verse 25. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 25. We'll try to get to the end of the chapter tomorrow. Uh, I love you guys so much. I feel like I feel like we're giving each other a gift today with Isaiah chapter 40. So thank you for Isaiah chapter 40. Thank you, Lord, for it. And, uh, and I pray that you can uh, just uh, bathe in the comfort of God's word today. I love you so much. Have a good Thursday. And I'll see you in the morning, Lord willing, 10 o'clock for Tim with Tim.